My name is Sean Jordan. Welcome to the Adaptive Outdoorsman Podcast. Here we'll be discussing the history and legacy behind disabled hunters, trappers, anglers, and how they adapt and persevere in the woods, on the line, and on the water. Welcome to the Adaptive Outdoorsman Podcast. My name is Sean Jordan, and I'm with my guest, and I'll let him introduce himself. Hey, Sean. I'm uh, Mike Burnside. Uh, yeah, my daughter. You know, my daughter Kenzie Burnside. She's the one I'm. She's the one I'm famous for. Uh, yeah, glad glad to be here. Tell me a little bit about what happened with Kenzie that got you into being famous like that. <laughs> you know, Kenzie. Uh, Kenzie has cerebral palsy. She's confined to a wheelchair. Always, always has been. She was born one. Of, you know, one of triplets, and she one one of her siblings didn't survive. Uh, she has a brother that uh, everything, you know, you wouldn't know they were twins if you looked at them. He's, you know, so much yeah. bigger. Uh, but, yeah, she's a, you know, she, uh, surprisingly, you know, she she loves to hunt. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it surprised me. Let me put it that way. She loves, she loves the outdoors. She loves everything about it. You know, and I think the, the reason she got into it was at an early age. You know, I'd been taking her, her brother hunting. Uh, started out with him hunting. We'd go deer hunting. We'd go fishing, and uh, something came up that uh, well, foundation found out about her. Uh, you know, they quali- could qualify to go on a hunt with the foundation. Ask her if she's interested, and you know, she said yes. You know, she really, she always, she said that she, you know, I was always hunting with her brother when he was younger. And she always wondered when it was her time, and now is her time. You know, and as a dad, that always hit me. You know that she, uh, she, she'd always been interested in. It. I just didn't ever think she she was. That's awesome. Uh, when did you first start taking her hunting? You know, uh, she went on a turkey hunt in uh, 2011. <clears throat> she would have been uh, 15 years old. She had she'd won a shotgun at a. Uh, Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation banquet, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, we'd we'd been going since they were probably three years old. Gone every year, they grew, they saw them grow up. You know, they knew her, and she she was so excited when she won the shotgun, and they told her said, "Hey, if she wants to go on a turkey hunt, we'll be happy to try to help her." And uh, we we didn't get to go that year. She had so she had hip surgeries. And, but the next year we, we went when she was 15 and she got a gobbler uh, and she just loved it. You know, and that's, that was her first foray into hunting. And basically I think she got her first deer when in 2000, uh, I guess is 18, 17 or 18 uh, with a crossbow, an adaptive, adaptive setup. Nice. You know, I have a cousin. She's she was born similar to Kinsey, but she requires full time care, and she's not able to be in the hunting community in that way. So that's, but uh, we all love her greatly. So, <laughs> so uh, what type of equipment does she use to help with the archery and shotgun? She uses a. a, a- a be adaptive 
uh, vacuum air trigger, uh, hooks up on a trigger guard, you know, and she, when she sucks on the tube, creates a vacuum. It, uh, pushes a small actuator, almost like a little shock absorber against the trigger. It, well, it's connected to a 12 volt battery, changed to an electrical charge. The electrical charge, you know, via cable pushes that actuator against the trigger and, uh, she fires the, you know, crossbow shotgun rifle that way. And we have, we, you know, she, she can, uh, focus short, short range, uh, yeah. on a target, but, you know, she was having trouble, you know, seeing things. Of course she couldn't, she can't move like we can. Uh, yeah. so I, uh, Tacticam, uh, had seen our story and they sent us a Tacticam that mounts on the scope and, um, it is his own wireless router. And I figured out I could send it to a, a tablet we have mounted in front of her. And anything I'm looking at through the uh, scope or the shotgun, you know, on a shotgun, we just mount it right on that shotgun barrel. Whatever it's, whatever it's focused on, she's seeing on the tablet. So she's seeing all of the action, whether it's uh, raccoons, you know, crossing, you know, go 150 yards away or, or deer moving. You know, she's able to see all that. So she can, you know, I'll ask her, hey, do you want to, do you want to shoot this one? And so she makes the decision. Yeah, she wants to shoot that one. And nice. we're, uh, this winter, my next evolution, uh, I had a friend ask me, you know, if I'd ever thought about uh, virtual uh, uh, VR. And I, it was just one of that light bulb, you know, that uh, using VR goggles. And uh, I could still transmit that, you know, put the phone in the, the goggles that way she didn't have to be looking straight forward at the tablet she can be looking and she'll follow in a you know just wherever it's at and she'll be able to you know i was like yeah that'd be a game changer she doesn't have to focus right on that tablet she can be looking off to the left right on the right and and she's following all the action wherever she's at so yeah the vr system sets up so all she has to do is move her finger or she can move her finger to well, uh, no, locate she, the target no, she just basically she instead of looking at the tablet right in front of her, she'll just it'll be projected yeah. right in her goggles, so she won't. Okay, she'll still, so she'll just be watching everything awesome. VR. Okay, so essentially, till the time comes uh, when the uh, animal comes into her target range, then that's when she shoots. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, that and sounds I, fun. I, I hold and aim the rifle for her. You know, she didn't have the physical strength, but she, yeah, you know, she, she shoots the trigger, uh, shoots the rifle or shotgun, crossbow. And, uh, you know, she just, of course, she's, uh, if you got to see in her videos, she's, she gets so excited. She's like a lot of us, she gets buck fever and she'll blow on the vacuum tube. And, uh, you know, you have to tell her, oh, suck on that. Suck, 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 you know, because she gets so excited that, She's blowing on it instead of sucking on it. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at one of the photos with her elk hunt right now, and she is just ecstatic with a smile on her face. And oh, I yeah. would be too. I mean, that is that is a big bull. I mean, that is beautiful, and you know, she's just happier than can be. And I'm root. I'm happy for her. I mean, I really am. And I'm 
I'm actually jealous. I haven't gotten an elk at all. <laughs> well, you know, she's, uh, uh, I, I said, she's, she's really, yeah. And of course, opportunities keep on coming up, you know, and it's, and I've told her, I was oh. like, you know, as long as Ed can physically do this, we're going to do all we can. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm seeing a Ram that she shot. I mean, that's, beautiful ram how many foundations have uh come forth with opportunities for her uh, uh i believe four yeah i believe it's been four you know she went on a mule deer hunt uh yeah she went on a mule deer hunt and a, a white-tailed doe hunt with the same foundation, Holy Pursuits Dream Foundation. She went mm. on an Aldad uh, hunt with uh, a foundation. And then this last, last year, past year, she went on a turkey hunt in Texas and uh, the ram and the and elk hunt in Texas also. And her oh, mom and I, her mom and I will do a, Whitetail hunts here behind the house. Mom is the person that helps her with the vacuum tube, the safety, and I and the rifle. So we'll set up a ground blind. And she's gotten, you know, whitetail deer doing that. We we hunted this last fall. She got one. And uh, I guess she got one two years, two years ago here behind the house. Nice. I'm looking at the video of her uh, dragging the deer behind with the sled and her new chair, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. She uh, she loves. You know, we got the new chair, and a foundation actually gave her that chair last last summer. And that well, that same oh, foundation took her on the elk hunt, and they uh, uh, swole fest. They they provide her that chair, and I mean that that's opened up a whole new world for. Uh, get to see stuff you know because she loves to fish that's other thing that she loves to do we go fishing yeah, around, I saw, we go fishing a lot together yeah i saw the the picture you posted of uh, her holding the fish what type of fish is that the uh is it the one with the two guys or one guy on each side of her uh, i believe it's uh you just sitting beside her oh, okay that is a, that's a red snapper yeah, oh, that's nice. yeah. They took her. That and that's the group that took her on. That gave her the track chair last year. Uh, they have yeah. a fishing rodeo in the Gulf, and they, they invite her down and took her took her offshore fishing. That was must have been one heck of an experience for oh, both that, of you guys. Yeah, that was just great. I mean, it's just incredible. It was such a time. Uh, you know, they uh, she she loved it. Of course, we all loved it. I mean, it was just just a just unbelievable. Now you've uh, taken uh, you've been taking her on a lot of stuff. Uh, how much? How many deer have she gotten so far? She has gotten uh, th- three white tails, uh, a doe, and two bucks, and then she's gotten a mule deer. Nice. And uh, the the mule deer. The mule deer video is kind of what, you know, that made her famous. She was so excited uh, that uh, it, it kind of it blew up on, on Facebook. 
uh, yeah. a few years ago. And uh, you, she, you know, that's where I got to truly see her excitement of being involved, wanting to do it, you know, that uh, she just loves, like I said, just loves doing it. Yeah. What are you guys' plans for next year's uh, hunts? Well, you know, this year is kind of um, – I've actually put in for uh, a antelope hunt for her, and we've got to draw a tag. And uh, huh. so, you know, right now everything is on drawing. You know, we're, we're I'm, I'm going to oh, be yeah. applying for tags. And uh, we'll do the deer hunt, you know, here behind our house. You know, for that for sure we'll be doing. And uh, Oh, yeah. We, it, you guys seem to be. Oh, sorry, sorry, I interrupted. I we, sorry, that's okay. Now, just fishing. You know, her and I will go fishing here at the uh, at our ponds here at our house. You know, and that's that's all. I've got. Well, turkey. I'm I'm still trying to get her on. I'm I'm thinking of where I can take her turkey hunting at around here because she yeah she loves the turkey hunt. But I just need to uh, find a find a good spot uh, where where I can get her get her close enough to some. Oh yeah. I had my uh, first hunting experience with Turkey last year. Did not end well, but I ended up breaking a martyr tarsal on my left foot. Oh, yeah. That, that was a, yeah, that was a fun walkout. Oh yeah. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> oh yeah. Ended Mike's career, my season on the first night. Oh God. Yeah, that, that, that's a rough foray into turkey hunting. <laughs> and I told the guy that was uh, mentoring me a little bit, I said, and I'm going to go out next year and not make that mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm hoping to, because the land that uh, we have uh, two reservoirs and a state park around where I live at, and you have to have the reserve, you know, reserve to hunt in order to get on those two, the reservoirs. So I'm hoping to do that this year. Hopefully before it gets out of play, you know, the t- expires, and otherwise I got to go back to the state land, which I had very bad luck with. So I'm hoping not to have that, but I'm hoping she gets a bird this next year. Yeah, it, when, it, when it's it's fun when it all comes together. You know, when it, when they finally cooperate. There's just nothing like turkey hunting. It's just it's it's so fun. But when they don't oh, cooperate, yeah, think, it's pretty- oh no! I think I it caught me fidgeting with my phone a little bit because I checked the time, making yeah, because it's getting darker. I checked the time, and then all of a sudden I heard flapping of wings out in my back, my right shoulder. And I look back, and I'm like crap! It knew I was there. Yeah. Next time I'm doing, I'm using blind material. <laughs> I'm hoping, anyways. Uh, what uh, equipment has she gone through? Such as uh, what chairs has she went with over time? Yeah, she has. Uh, we she uses a power chair. Uh, gone through power chairs. Uh, I think she's on her second one but we've we've upgraded the seating you know it it was big enough it grew with her and she was in a manual manual wheelchair for a long time and we still use a manual wheelchair and we have 
you know, for a lot of her hunts up until we got the track chair, she would go in her manual chair because I could pull it, push it around, you yeah. know, yeah, with her, with her uh, power chair. Like, you know, I mean, it just sank down. Couldn't, couldn't get anywhere. So, uh, yeah, the track chair, you know, that, that, like I said, that's a big change. Of course, then you got to be able to haul it. You know, that's the other big thing is trying to get it. Yeah. Yeah. Once I get there, man, man, we're good to go. Ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. I see the size of that track chair. That is wide as a kid. Why is my uh, table I am at right now? I mean, what is that good? Four feet across? Oh, yeah. I think, yeah, probably four feet. I mean, it is wide. And that's how heavy is it? That's the biggest thing. I mean, you, you know, you can't, you can't get it through doorways. I mean, it's wherever you're at. That's it's, it's there. You know, so I still, yeah. have to, I have to take the manual chair, you know, she'll be, she'll hunt in her track chair, but have her manual chair for, uh, you know, getting around camp or if we stay at a hotel or whatever we're doing, you know, doing yeah. that. Yeah, well, that's a bit of a challenge, but you guys seem to be adapting pretty well for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we we made a we make a pretty good team. You know, I said that uh, dad, it's going to be harder on dad the older I get. But you know, it's she loves it so much. People are like, I don't know how you do it. It's like, well, when you when you see somebody who loves the uh, the outdoors as much she does, and 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 I said that you know for someone who never. I think physically felt like they were contributing to the family. And when she first got her, uh, really the first year, I mean, she, her, her tagline was fill the freezer. You know, she loves putting meat in the freezer, you know, so she's providing, you know, meat for us to eat and everything. And now I think it uh, gives her self-worth so much confidence. Oh yeah. Does her twin brother, uh, does he, uh, help out on the occasion? and show up you know sometimes he does very rarely because he's 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 entered the adult world and he's having to be off working you know his his work requires him to travel so he uh, basically in winter months he's here uh close during the rest of the time he's off he's off working yeah well, hopefully the Swolefest can supply with a few more pieces of equipment to help out and make your job a little bit easier. Oh yeah, yeah that yeah that that is uh, that's the game changer. Like I said, you know that that makes it so much easier. I can just load her up, and uh, when we go down to our pond fishing, I can load her up here at the house, and we can just take off. You know, I don't have to worry about pulling her in her manual chair or anything like that. Yeah, I've seen some of the price tags on uh, the track chairs that they have, and it's uh, what you were given is it's a game changer because those things are not cheap at all. Um, you're looking at the paying price of a pickup for them. So what they gave you guys was very great. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's equipped with anything and everything we would need. You know, that's, you know, and, and people don't understand, you know, that, uh, uh, that that aren't associated with adaptive equipment, how much cost you're looking at just for anything, let alone any oh, sort yeah. of specialized equipment like that. Oh, yeah, because most of these guys, they're looking into, like, 
a tree stand which costs 150 bucks or a saddle harness which costs about 150 bucks the box blind for to get the track chair in or to get the wheelchair in you're looking at what five hundred dollars for a blind maybe oh yeah yeah it's got and you know you you can't just buy the the regular old blind that you think of it's got to be big so big and then trying to make it where you can get into it Oh yeah, I mean you're looking at basically a tent f- for hunting. Yeah. And I know the, I don't know I know those aren't cheap. I'm looking at regular tents just to purchase and those aren't cheap, so I can only imagine the price tag on those. But yeah. It looks yeah, got, it's fun. I've got oh, I'm sorry. hoping Oh, it's okay. I'm I'm hoping this year to make a uh, a bale. You know, it looked like a big round hay bale blind. Uh, I've got the plans to do it, and I can set it up on our property here and make it big enough where I can have one end of it flip up and push her in her track chair. You know, set it up to where her mom and I can all be in it, and uh, it, it would be. You know, of course, I can I can have where I can slide it, move around, but yeah. That I'm hoping to do something like that where I can have more of a permanent blind for. I've seen something similar to that done for a duck blind. Basically, they took chicken wire and used the surrounding vegetation and attached it to the chicken wire and created a blind. So obviously, it's a lot lighter. But uh, knowing you and your daughter, you're probably going to go with a little heavier of a equipment for that right yeah yeah and i've seen you know the plans i've got you can use tarp underneath the you know like you said the wire and the vegetation so it's it's rainproof you know you're not going to have rain coming in on your and wind you know and it's yeah. it, it takes some it's going to be involved i mean it's got to be where i can you know uh, have time to sit there and do it and then, of course in today's world i've got to be able to afford the plywood for it also Oh yeah, I end up with making my uh, tray blind. Uh, not tree blind. I have a slightly elevated blind where I hunt, and my stepdad and I used all the reclaimed wood that he had on the pro- on his property. He had a lot of it, and we he was just going to burn, and so we took it and assembled the frame, put the walls up, put some leftover rubber roof on it made a door for it and it's upgraded has a door on it hideaway mama doe still knows we're there but it still works because i just took a buck this year with it so i think i spent 50 bucks grand total on all of it (laughs) there are ways to do it cheap If, if a person will take their time they can afford to do it yeah, I'm gonna have to put that blind up on my Instagram because giving the people a good idea just on how much work that is. I mean, that thing can fit two full-grown men with director's chairs in it. So, and we can stand up full height. And my cousin and I, because we were hunting out of it, we're both over six feet tall, and we could stand in it and shoulder to shoulder and still have room to stretch. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good size blind. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just like 
four or five inches, off, not four or five, about a six to seven inches off the ground. So not that terribly high of a height off, but just enough to give us a little advantage. Yeah. Are you thinking about something like that or? Yeah, something, yeah, something along those lines. You know, something that uh, I can, uh, you know, basically put on skids that if I want to move it, uh, kind of just hook on to it and pull it somewhere else, you know, and I have it, mm. you know, where I can, you know, have it, have it all, you know, put windows in it. You know, I was like, well, if I want to build it. I want to build it to where it's going to last for years, have it to where I can have it adaptable to whatever we're going to be done. And uh, oh, yeah, no. some, something like that. And the, in our, in our area, uh, the ranchers, farmers, they, uh, you know, there's lots of pasture land. They cut a, they cut hay, and they do those big round bales here. You know, so it'll, oh yeah, it'll blend right in. You know, it'll look just like normal habitat to them. Oh yeah, and with that track chair, all you have, if you have a ramp on it or whatnot, all you have to do is just open door. She just goes right in, close it up. You're all set, and yeah. you can have a seat right beside her. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, that. I would love to see a video of that hunt taking place because that's just going to be awesome. And the setup for that tribe of a blind. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list. That's a that's an accomplishment. I was going to do it last year. Uh, my hope was to do it last year, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it just didn't, didn't happen. Now, well, what got you into hunting? You know, uh, I grew up in the country. Uh, my dad was a farmer slash rancher here in Oklahoma. And, uh, you know, that just, it was just second nature. You know, uh, I was, had a BB gun when I was probably five years old, you know, shooting, you know, whatever, whatever I could hunt with a BB gun. You know, my brother is <laughs> another, he was almost five years older, you know, and he would carry a 22, but yeah, I mean, it, I graduated up to 22, and, uh, I mean, we had a run of the woods, you know, back then, you know, we, we would go out squirrel hunting, rabbit hunting, uh, we coon hunted and possum hunted at night. You know, it was just, it, that, that was just the way, you know, back then that's what you did. I mean, uh, yeah. and you know, miss, miss those days, but yeah, everything was, you know, if we wanted to go fishing, tell our mom, Hey, we're going to go fishing for, you know, today. Or same way of hunting, you know, just to go hunting. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get into hunting till I was in my adult life, but I don't regret any of that. I grew up in the city, and then after I got into hunting, I learned my uncles have been hunting. My grandfather was a hunter, and I didn't even know about it. <laughs> I'm like, Really? You didn't want to tell me this beforehand. He, my grandfather, grew up in uh, northern Indiana in Kindleville, and he was telling stories about how, you know, when he was a kid, there were no deer in Indiana growing up, you know, because they were almost extinct in this town before uh, they were ex not that town, this state by, I think, 1906 i could be wrong i'm going off the top of my head not actual numbers from the dnr but i know they were reintroduced in the 60s back here and 
they've just expanded greatly like they have all over the else the country but he didn't grow up hunting deer he grew up hunting squirrels coons and rabbits and i think pheasants too is what he said but yeah and it was it, it was kind of the same way here when i was a kid deer were uh I mean, if you saw a deer i mean that was that was exciting it's like you know because there just weren't that many deer around and uh yeah and now now you can't go anywhere without seeing deer all over the place oh yeah yeah when i was i'm looking oh sorry i was gonna (laughs) say when i was in the uh when i was in eighth grade my family moved to northern new mexico and uh yeah then i moved from the plains of oklahoma to the mountains and you know we had elk coming you know we lived out in the country there and you you could see elk or deer uh going through the meadow there by the house and so i got to elk hunt when i was living there and you know it's just a a difference between two worlds you know going from the whitetail uh habitat to uh mule deer and elk so i've you know I i got to have a varied career you know hunting so that that's also helped me you know be more uh I guess you'd say proactive or something as far as taking Kinsey, saying, hey, I'm going to take Kinsey on this sort of hunt or this or that. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. I got my dates wrong on when the deer were extinct in Indiana. It was 1890s or eight, yeah, 1890s when they became extinct and they were reintroduced in the 1930s. So, yeah, hey, as he was growing up, he didn't see them because there weren't enough to hunt. Yeah. But. But yeah, I mean, it's great to see that such a resource has been reintroduced, and we can have such prevalent hunting with it. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's just the success story of how the deer and turkey, especially deer and turkey, have rebounded from you know places where they used to be almost completely wiped out, and uh, you know now th- they can't. They can't harvest enough of them, you know, the deer. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I was reading about the greater Yellowstone area and how the wolf population from when they were introduced, and they're all the way up in the thousands now. So I think, what, they introduced only 200 wolves back in Yellowstone in the 80s, and now they're at the 1,000 markets. Amazing how well they've adapted themselves. I mean, animals adapting just like we are these days. Oh, yeah. So, any plans for this uh, summertime, you and Kinsey going fishing, any of the big fishing things? Not, uh, we are going back to Swole Fest, the uh, fishing rodeo. They, it's, you know, called fishing rodeo. It's basically like a fishing tournament. And uh, they have three days down the Gulf Coast. And, uh, you know, to see all the all the fish that, yeah, that was a new experience for us. Uh, you know, and there, you know, there was there was boats bringing in marlin, tuna. Uh, you know, they they're just oh. it was it was incredible to see all that. You know, the stuff I'd always heard or read about. Um, we have that, and that's really, you know, we're we're trying to work out uh, going to Alaska. Uh, hmm. we're, had Kenzie and her brother there 
years ago, my wife's a flight attendant for an airline. So we get to fly for greatly reduced rates. I mean, you know, it's next to nothing. You know, it's, you know, it has its challenges, especially trying to fly uh, uh, somebody that's in a wheelchair because we have to fly on standby basis. But, you know, we can make it work if we've got some flexibility. But uh, she got to go fishing in Alaska. That's probably been 15, 16 years ago, maybe more. And, you know, she we'd love to take her back. That Alaska, uh, great kudos to them on the, uh, the places we visited. They had tremendous handicap accessible uh, ramps along the rivers. Uh, places like that where, and you had to have a disability to be able to, to use those ramps. You know, I mean, those uh, docks, you know, oh, yeah. and I mean, you're right there, you know, uh, great, great places. They were clean, well-kept. And uh, it was just, you know, that that's the best uh, handicap accessibility that I've seen in any, in any uh, uh, state as far you know, as far as sports can be able to get to the water, so yeah, we're hoping to do that. So, would you say that all uh, handicap accessibility for water in what would be the worst state you had a the accessibility problem? Uh, <laughs> man, I'm trying to think. Uh, Well, other than Alaska, what would have been the best one then? You know, uh, Wyoming. Wyoming is really good. Yeah. Uh, now, and I will say, that, you know, we ha- we had trouble, and it, it and it wasn't any fault of Louisiana, but when we were down there for Swole Fest, you know, I, we were in her yeah. her manual chair, you know, everything there was sand, you know, so oh, uh, you know that that was a problem. Uh, you yeah. know, it wasn't a fault of what they have, but it's just that, you know, you're trying to get anywhere and you're dealing with sand. Um, yeah. So bringing a track chair down there. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's going to, she's going to be like, no, oh, this is easy now. Oh yeah. Let's continue on. Yeah. Just keep on going. Yeah. Come on, dad. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> Whereas I'm having to turn around backwards and pull the chair. Well now, you know, oh. just, just walk. Oh yeah, you'd be like, sweetheart, I'm gonna be on the sled behind you. Yeah, yeah, just pull me around. <laughs> That's gonna be fun for you. You're gonna try that out. I know you are. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm anxious. Yeah, I would. You know, if I can get a sled behind her where she can just pull me, I will be all over it. Oh, she's gonna be happier. Oh, she. Just, oh, she's gonna be laughing the whole time. She thinks that's great. I mean, she is all, when she pulled that dough, she was just so excited. She thought that was so fun that she's out there helping, helping dad pull a deer in, you know, that she's a part of oh. getting that deer in. Oh yeah. I mean, just seeing her move and she's smiling the whole time, just dragging the deer in that track chair. Definitely. What is one heck of a game changer oh, yeah. for you guys? Yeah. And I know we probably, touch bases on that a couple times but it's still great well and it, i've got some friends that are ranchers and uh she was able to go fishing there when she was really young uh 
you know, I'm talking three to five years old because using a small uh, manual chair, it was easy for me to just pick it up and then carry her from the pickup to the chair. Well, after that time, when she got bigger, the chair got bigger, you know, uh, couldn't do that. Well, now with the tractor, yeah. you know, and they've got, they've got many ponds, you know, they're, they're about two hours away from here. And I asked her, you know, this last fall, we didn't, you know, we ran out of time hunting season got here. We didn't get to go fishing, but, uh, yeah. You know, it opens up so many, you know, I said, we can go up there and go fishing, you know, places she hadn't got to go fishing that we can go do that now on these ponds where I couldn't get her to before, but now that just opened up everything to her. Oh, man. Uh, how does she go fishing? You know, I have to do everything for her. I mean, I cast, yeah. help her reel it in. You know, when she catches one, I help her reel it in. She gets just as excited as she does during hunting. I mean, she just, and she will, uh. You know, even though I help her do all of it, uh, dad will never catch as many fish as she does. I mean, she'll tell me I caught six fish and you caught one. Cause she feels like she's the one still doing all the work, which is she still, she is. And no one's going to tell her otherwise, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'll never tell her otherwise if she wanted, you know, she tells me she caught six to my one. That's fine. Now I'm hoping, I hope she always does that. Yeah, you caught the fish. I was just here to help. Yeah. It's all you, and I, I won't. I'm, I don't blame you at all, man. And I mean, know, that is that's she, a great experience. She loves to uh, just same thing with the meat. I mean, uh, she wants to know when we're eating her fish. You know, is this my fish that I caught? And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, it is. You know, and so we, uh, I'll clean all her fish, and we'll. I'll mark them so she knows exactly that we're eating her fish when we're when we're cooking it. Nice, yeah. It that looks like that. That makes her look super excited. I mean, she looks super excited. I was just looking at one of her fishing photos with at, at one of the ponds, and she just looks so happy and. Oh yeah. And I mean that's great. Yeah. And I. Uh, oh, sorry. I was gonna say she just. Yeah, you know, and it she just uh, she just loves everything about being outside. You know, we we're going to take her uh, adaptive snow skiing here in another uh, month and a half. She's I, I think this is her twelfth year. Uh, we go to Colorado, and uh, she skis at Crested Butte, and she just absolutely loves that. And they they go fast. You know, we told her. You know, they, she loves to go fast, just like anybody else. And, we, of course, you, we hit the perfect instructors at the Adaptive Ski School. And uh, mm -hmm. they will go fast. And she just laughs the whole time. Oh, I bet. They know what they're doing, and they know to how to keep her safe. So she gets the most fun out of it. Uh, other than uh, adaptive skiing, what else have you taken your daughter on other than the hunting and fishing? You know, uh uh, there's a group called Ainsley's Ainsley's Angels that uh, they're volunteer runners that will push their you know uh, running chairs and they will push her in uh, races whatever she wants to race you know that races different different towns but she's done uh, a full marathon a couple times and uh, you know she's done half marathons five k's ten k's 
she loves that. She does uh, therapeutic horseback riding uh, once once a week, um, and she's done that since she was probably three years old. And uh, nice, I've taken her snowmobiling where I velcroed her to the front of me, and uh, she didn't want to do that again. We did that one time. <laughs> <laughs> She, uh, yeah, the problem was she can't lean, you know, with her body. And so we just yeah. turn over in the snow, but you know, we wouldn't be going fast, but she didn't like that. She goes, I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> and so, yeah, but, uh, I imagine, oh, sorry. I was going to say, we've taken her whitewater rafting where I've held her, you know, in her, in a raft, uh, and we take her on slow water rafting. We've got a, her shower chair. We, we do it once a year. We did it at the end of this little past summer. And we will do uh, her mom and I uh, go down in a raft for about, you know, an all-day trip, stop and have lunch, you know, we along the shore. And uh, she sits in that chair in the middle of it, and she just she thinks it's great. Oh, that's sweet. So uh, uh, this seems like a good place to a call uh, and uh, do you want to give a plug for your Instagram or any other places? Yeah, you know, if uh, people want to follow me because I love sharing Kinsey's story. I mean, that's that's what I've said. Uh, I, I'm using social media for is to is to share you know her love of everything, and uh, if if it helps somebody to uh, uh, see what they can do in the outdoors, or if it helps somebody help somebody you know, going outdoors, you know, that I've accomplished my mission and, uh, it's at, oh, yeah. it's, uh, I changed recently changed it. It's at Mike underscore Burnside underscore doing underscore life. So it's Mike Burnside doing life with an underscore in between each, in, in between each word. Yeah. Well, I'm tr- practicing saying a new tagline at the end now, so you're going to hear it for the first time. But <laughs> So, yeah, I know, embarrassing moment on my part. <laughs> <laughs> but I will be con- tr- continue to stare- share stories as best I can as I- I'm still learning Instagram's fun. That part of Instagram's fun part. But uh, – yeah, I will share you guys' the stories as best I can, and and hopefully I get more people to talk to me. And so, remember, uh, thank you for coming on, and uh, thank you for sharing your story about Kinsey and you and your family. It's very inspiring. I hope that you guys have best of luck with everything that's going on in your life, and you guys have fun this next year. Back some big bucks. Well, Go on a few adventures. Thank you, Sean. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping. I'm yeah. hoping we did. You know, and that's what's the biggest thing. You know, I've told her even if we don't, even if we don't get anything, we're having fun. And she, she loves it all. She's like all of us. She wants to get one, but oh yeah, she she loves it. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys have fun. And remember, uh, everybody, stay adaptive.